This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. This is Jared Freed. And I'm Jordana Abraham. It is such a pleasure to be back here with you, Jordana. This podcast, it gets bigger every damn week. Every week it gets bigger. Every de- every week I think we get a little better. Personally. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I appreciate yeah, that. We you know. we we really are upping our game week by week. Exactly. We're in the gym. We've been doing this a bit now. It's been right? a bit. Yeah. I always feel like it's been like yesterday. I feel like, uh, but now I look now back, back and we've we've talked about a lot of dating stuff. We've, we do. We've gone through it. Yeah, I thought my therapist had heard a lot for me, but no, I've you, heard it all. Yeah, you've heard it all. How's how's living together been? Living together has I, I been. I like to check in on this. Living together has been really fun. Fun. Yeah, it's really fun. What's I the think. most fun? I like checking in on this because I'm like, to me, you, you know, to the audience, I would think that you're like, you know, someone that's maybe single. Like, what was that? What's that like? You know, maybe right. I'm in the dark about that. New to about what it's young, like. What it's like a young couple right. moving in together. Yeah. Um. Like all we know is you know Chandler and Monica. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's exactly. All we know. Yeah. Um, it's more fun. I was more nervous about it than I think that I had to be. I think it's fun, especially like we're still in like the early phase of like we're like setting everything up and we're sure. like figuring out, you know, the couch look better over here. Should mm. we like put the painting over here? It's like we're building this like and I don't want to sound like cheesy or weird, but it's like we're building this like home together that we're yeah. both kind of like involved in in decision making and then. You both just and then after you like put together the bar cart, you just like lie on the bed and the bar cart. Right, you just lie on the once on the, the bar cou- cart's done, you're all, basically an old couple. It's all fucking over. But him drinking whiskey, right? But you know, it's it is. I have to say, like it is. It's a lot of pressure being being my age and being and living with someone. And it's immediately after you start li- start living with someone, the qu- next questions come. When's no the, one's satisfied? No, 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 ever, no, no, no. Right? never, never. Yeah. When are you getting married? When are exactly. They, then it's when are you having kids? Then where are you? Yeah. Where are you putting the kids in kindergarten? Then it's where are you putting them in high school? Are you going to move to the suburbs? Exactly. Are you going to? Are they going to college? It's pressure, right. pressure, it's pressure. pressure. It's like not. Jews it's very hard. fucking suck. <laughs> I get. It. People who hate Jews, I get it right now. Yeah, <laughs> just people just hard, on you. You want to live in the moment, everywhere. right? Yeah, you want to just like enjoy. Like this is new, this is exciting. You want to do that, and like when we're just it's just the two of us, it is enjoyable. Sure. But then I, you know, I mean, I just came back from bachelorette parties. It's like I have friends who are all my age, and like there's one. If there's, it's like sports for guys. That's they always talk about. It. There's nothing else to talk about. We talk about sports for girls. It's weddings. Yeah, it's wedding shit. It's like. And where's the dress? And when are you it's, getting married? And what's the what's the plan? And what's the date? And what's the engagement party? I've never thought of it that way, but my ba- it is you know, a fallback combo. It is a fallback like, combo. Right, yeah. Like if I see a dude that I don't know, and like let's say like we're at a party that we just randomly met, I would go uh, Bruins. Like I would just right. bring up the you know the oh you're watching you're watching the basketball finals. Like I would just exactly bring that like up. that. That's the default conversation. Mm. And for girls, it really is that, and it's kind of annoying because. 
It's going to suck for right. everyone up and down the line. I, yeah. This makes me realize how much harder it is as a single woman. Because mm-hmm. like, when is, single right, women are like, saying. oh, everyone's talking about marriage. You're like, it's like being a guy who doesn't know anything about sports. Yeah. Too, but <laughs> yeah. worse because it's like you're like also kind of like in a way seem like you're failing or something. I, I would get that. When yeah. you're not. Right. I mean, when you're we're not. not, we're no, not right. That's that. what I'm saying. You're, you're not. And it's not. It's like very it's very hard to remove yourself from like a societal point of view and to just think for yourself and think, am I happy? Is this like, and I've had like, you know, I've had my own discussions with people or with like, with my own anxieties about this. And it's like, and then you realize like none of these, these people necessarily are happier or doing better than you. It it just seems that way. It's very funny. You say that because I know this as Mm -hmm. a guy you don't hear about what you hear about is everyone's getting married. Look at this fun right. wedding. Look at this fun bachelor party. Look at this fun bachelorette party. And then own those conversations of of when of of the other side. You know, right. I, I always say that everything is gravity. Everything goes up. Everything comes down. So whenever you see a happy moment, there's a sad moment that is hundred uh, percent. Yeah, is there every day, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So when we see right now, you see all these happy moments, but the and they're all public. None of the sad moments are public. Like there's no like, and I have right. guys, yeah. uh, and I'll say this: I don't, I'm not outing anybody, but I have guys come up to me and go. Yeah, I, I, I fucking, I, oh man, what I like, especially when I was single. Oh man, what's it like? You don't understand. Right. It's coming when you, you know, like, and then like they have this like sad barroom <laughs> like talk with like, you. Like you don't know what it's like. I gotta spend money on kindergarten. It's twenty thousand a year, and you're like, right? You're like, oh my god, thank god. That's not like the female discussion. That's not how they're but, going. But do you ever yeah. have that? Like, I know. I mean, I know that that's private, happening. Yeah, privately. That's you what I'm that. saying. Privately. It's always a private yeah. conversation. That's why this podcast. We, you know, right. I like it. I yeah. Like, that's why the response I think has been so glowing. Yeah. Is like. We're going to talk about the things that are tough to talk about in a group setting because 100%. no one wants to bring down the fucking crew. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to live in the moment when there's all the when it seems like you should be doing all these things or it seems like yeah. you're you're lat you're it's a race or it seems like it's like a competition. I even spoke to I spoke to my boyfriend about this last night. I'm like, I am no rush to get married at all. Like at all, like yeah. at all. I'm prefacing this like it's funny, though, you say I'm in no rush to get married at all, but, but I want to know that we're on the course to get married. Well, yeah, we're both are both yeah, are true. Both are true. That's both fine. are both are true, and it's like I don't want to no be the pressure, pre- but pressure. No, I don't want to be the. Pre- I'm like literally, I said no pressure at all. Yeah, no, I'm not. But I, but as you know, as my as my partner, as my my best friend, as someone, I have to tell you like that when I when I'm outside of this apartment, where sure. we're just having fun and hanging out, out and having a good time, like as a as a woman with like friends who are all doing these things, like there's the this is a thing that's happening. It's all anyone talks about. It like, I mean, I work with two two girls who are also engaged. Absolutely. Like, it's very hard to just be like, I'm totally in a, my own one lane. I have blinders <laughs> on to everything else yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah. And like, and I am really happy and everything is going really like, um, is going well. Yeah, but the but world, it's like, the, world the world sucks. exists in the world. Everyone you know? fucking sucks because you say something like this and I'm hearing you. Like, I'm mm-hmm. like, totally understand. It only takes one person to go, well, are you mad that your two friends are having this go on? <laughs> and you're like, 
no. Even though you're having this conversation, you're like, I can say these things without feeling badly about these things. Do you say these things to who? Like, like to- I can say, well, my friends are all getting married right. and I'm witnessing it and it does feel like a lot of pressure, but you can also at the same time go, right. I don't really, I'm not in a rush. Right, that's People what I'm don't, saying. It's, it's tough to live in the nuance. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's tough to live in the middle and, and to, to explain, I mean, me explaining it to him, it's like, I'm, this is not a pressured thing, but it's something I think about a lot, mostly because it's all that's happening around me. Sure. And like, I don't want to be that, I'm not at all, like, again, I rationally, rationally and yeah. like, logically, I know that like, that shouldn't affect how I think about things like what? it all. I mean, we should all go at the pace that is right for us. And every couple is different. Everything should go at like a pace that everyone feels comfortable with and mm-hmm. is going with. Um, but again, I don't live in, I don't live in a hole. I no, in the world. You know, but it, I think there's, there's no nuanced social media. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the reality that we live in is like, you know, you don't see a bachelorette party picture on Instagram that has a girl set with a t-shirt that says, I'm the bride. And then in parentheses underneath, it says, he kind of gets me off sometimes. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you're not getting the full picture. You right. don't get the yeah. full picture. Right. Like, or we of... explosively fight like three times a month. Sure. You don't like get that. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Pumped to be married. Right. Kind of don't like his mom. Like exactly. you don't have that. <laughs> exactly. Post. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, a lot of people like I'll post a lot of stuff on Instagram tweets or pictures and stuff and I like to talk about those things the reality of those things and some people take that as that I'm like a hater <laughs> and they're like well you must hate everyone getting married no I love I love right. a wedding picture I love watching the. I tell you the all the time the bachelorette parties the yeah. bachelorette parties the three camera shoot I watch the, all the cameras exactly. I'm not sitting I there. make sure that, that you have your footage that's the whole uh, reason you're the only person I'm posting for I love it I responded to the Miami <laughs> weekend that you <laughs> guys were there my parents were dancing. next door yeah so and dancing on the yes. table so I, I do love it but I also love making fun of what's not being said right. which I think is like you know, to a lot of people, you know, I think the most miserable people respond and are like, good, fuck those people. I think <laughs> the regular normal people, the people in the middle like you and I right. go, that's funny. That's right. true. That's you know? funny. There's this is like this is true. This is fun. But there's more to the story. And we all we know what it I is. I mean, I mean, every time I post this is a recent one that I saw someone like did like a announcement like. I'm leaving Instagram for a few weeks. I got to get away. And it's like, that's never happened after a good moment. Right. You know, yeah. like, no one's ever like, like I'm loving life yeah. and I need to now not see what anyone else is doing. No, it's yeah. like the, it's an ex had an expensive wedding. Right. The, you know, they saw, they saw an ice sculpture and, now and they're like, break. I've had enough. Exactly. Get me out of here. So, but it's, it is nice. I think for the listeners to hear, it's nice for me to hear, like you don't just move in with someone and it's like, up and up and onward, right. you know, like that's just not how life works. Yeah. And I think that there's just a different, it's a different, it, it, men and women are just treated differently in terms of. Absolutely. Like, I have the, a good friend. You know. She was uh, like you, a Forbes 30 under 30. And I remember, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. She told me, she was like, my grandmother asked me right, when, when you're going to marry. Yeah. And she's like, I had this huge fucking thing happen for me. Exactly. You, and the first thing you ask is, well, any boys? And you're like. What? <laughs> you know, and I don't. Yeah. And I that's mean, that's something I'm never asked. Of. I, I get asked, like, do you have a girlfriend? All that. But it's never. Yeah, it's and always you run a dating first. podcast. And I run a dating podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. like I. And, and so it's yeah. like. Um, so I do empathize with that. Right. I do think it's harder. The noise you hear 
And I mean, there's there's other things. Men deal with other things. Yeah, like not, I mean, not to say we have we have it all bad. No, but, yeah. I mean, but uh, you know, some of the t- times we talk about like the financial stuff. Right. Like, why would a guy not want to just get in a relationship right now? He says he wants everything. It's like, yeah, he just want to pay for all the, your fucking wedding rent. Yeah, <laughs> that, and he doesn't know if he can pay for himself his own rent. How does he know if he's going to mm-hmm. be a provider? And that's what gets him hard. You know, like, you know, the ability to provide and feel like a man right. is all connected to that through societal things that everyone wants to go. Yeah. Fuck that thing. And there's well, less like, of that. Okay. Right. There's less of that for us. So we can sure. be thankful for that. Yeah. So pluses and minuses, pros and cons. Yeah. How's the dating app going? The dating app is going very well. It's it's growing very fast. Um, I mean, you heard from last week's episode, like. It's a it's a it's a good way to bring social aspect back to dating and we're always we've always been social creatures. We've always dated in in a village. We've always used our friends to help us find mm-hmm. people um to meet whether that's I mean you met your girlfriend out, right? Out and about. But that's like you're out, you're with people, you're social. This is making dating more social, more fun. Lower stakes. Also, you could just have sure. fun. You don't necessarily have to meet your husband. You could just have a fun conversation and then talk shit about them with your friends. Perfect. What's Spiddle. better than that? Exactly. What do you I, got going up? I am uh I got some dates. I would love to have people who listen to this show come. I like this audience. I gotta say. The U Up audience? The U Up audience excites me. Um, because when they come to shows, they come to have fun. It's not necessarily that I have to talk about dating. I can talk about other shit that I'm talking about on stage. So I'm going to be coming to your town. Okay. Listen to these cities. Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. Come on out. Nashville. Nashville. Come on out. I'm coming to Seattle. Come on out. San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. I'm back, baby. San Francisco. (laughs) Um, D.C. Oh, I love this country. D.C. And Chicago, Chi-Town. I, the Chicago people are very nice to me. I, I always have a good time. Yeah, on Zanies. Chica- they're supposed to be nice, right? That's nice what saying. people, fun, good food. They eat like animals. Is that your favorite city? You don't. You're not going to gonna do say. comedy. It's one of. It's a top one. Okay. I, I. Yeah. I. I think that'd probably be. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anyone who is thinking. Well, just of, because I love vanilla doesn't mean fuck chocolate. Like right. I, I, I think Chicago is a great city to do comedy in because it's also like, you know, they're just they they're not there. They're they're not all overly offended. You know, like it's like a lot of the people that come to the shows are a lot like me mm-hmm. in everywhere I go, but Chicago especially, it's always a fun time. Well, so well, I jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Go there one day very soon. <laughs> we're, we're, we might be planning on it. We might. We might. Hint, stay, hint. stay tuned. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 
timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. So um, I got an interesting question, which was going to be the topic if I didn't just digress into uh, living together, turning into other things. Um, But it is sort of similar in that this person asked, when is the right time to ask if someone is looking for a relationship? How looking for looking for relationships. How many dates in can you be like? What do you want from this? <laughs> yeah, I um, I have a lot of affin- uh, feelings about this. Well, but, uh, yeah. Well, let's read the the email sure. and we can sort of get into more of the more specifics of it. it. Said hi, Jordana and Jared. Love the podcast. It's the only show where I find myself actually laughing out loud because it's so funny and entertaining. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Would love to get your advice. That's me feeling good. Slash thoughts on when is the right time to ask if someone is open to a relationship. Asking it right off the bat comes off intense, but then I find myself dating these guys who end up telling me four to five dates in that they're not looking for anything serious. Four to five dates isn't a crazy amount of time invested, but it's definitely time I would have rather spent doing other things than being with a guy that there's no future with. So when do you think is a good time to ask? And what's the best way slash how would you ask? Thanks. Lost in translation. Could you hear my annoyed side? Yeah, side? I know you hate when, when people hate, want well, relationships and try to ask for them. No, I hate <laughs> the perspective of this question. I think this perspective is so, I mean, if I want to get into like, you know, words that might offend people, this is anti-feminism to me. This is anti Because she's dating for a relationship? No, because she's putting the decision in someone else's hands. You've gone on mm-hmm. four to five dates with a guy and you can't figure out how you feel about him? Well, Are maybe you she's having fun? These, maybe there's people where... But maybe she feels like she could date these people and she wants to know if they're looking for that too. Well, I, I do think it, it absolves... Four to five dates is a good amount of dates. Yeah, it's a good amount of dates, but it, this to me absolves yourself of the responsibility of having uh, self-defense. 
Okay. And I'm not talking about like physical self-defense. I'm talking about mental, emotional self-defense. It's you saying, well, he was texting me a lot here. Now he's not texting me as much here. Right. Um, hey, are we on the set? Do you want to go out this week? And then him going, I can't go out next week. Okay, well, let me know. And then going, we can't tell you the future. That's, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't tell you, you know, it, that's just not a way to live life. You're going to have to at some point go to someone, hey, I'm getting a vibe here that you don't want to spend as much time with me. I'm having fun with you. Me. I'm having right. a great time. Every time we go out, I want to meet more of you. Doesn't I, see now it I seems agree like you're backing off of that. Like it's a more of an adult right. conversation. I know that you know, I agree with that like, and I don't agree with that. Okay. I agree with that because I agree, like again, like it goes back to our earlier discussion. Like we should all like live in the moment, have fun, and like enjoy ourselves and not think about like the end goal mm. of anything, right? Like that's like the ideal you way. Can think that, about, I, but I think like every time you go out, you have to go, where am I are my standards being met? Right. Uh, yeah, no, I, d- sure. I definitely agree with that. But like you can have your standards met and still be with someone who at the end of the day decides they're having they they're having fun doing what they're doing and they don't want anything more. And if that's not what sure. you want, there is an eventual point in time where you're like, what I want is is for things to move forward, is for things to get. But this and, is my point, though, that you know what you want to move forward. Is that not happening? You know, you, you can't. I, I just think like there's a lot of like women that write into this podcast, men too, but I'm saying a lot of these emails are a lot of women that write in that say, well, how will I know? What What are the things that I can... And, you know, this is why this podcast right. isn't a Cosmo article. <laughs> this, You know, this isn't five ways to know if he's in or out. That's not how life works. You're gonna get hurt. You know, like, I, and I'm sorry to break that to you, but you're gonna go down a path with someone that leads to a dead end. And that's when you learn about yourself. And I, I like, and I know this sounds, you could be sitting there going, well, why can't they just say to me up front? Here's what she forgot on the sentence. Four to five dates in that uh, end up telling me four to five dates in, they're not looking for anything serious. With you. With you. Right. Yeah. So that's, well, that, yeah, well, that is the thing we should have said right away, which sure. is like the ultimate truth is that. Ever, no one is looking for anything until they find the person, or at least many. I think this is more true for guys, kind of what you're yeah. saying in the beginning is like guys are not looking for anything until they're looking for something with the right person. And I think a lot of girls are like, I want a relationship and like I'm auditioning people to be my boyfriend. Yes. And until it that, works. Right. Until, until it, one sticks. Yes. Right. So that these, the reason these guys are, these guys aren't like not looking for a relationship from the beginning. And they just have no intention. I think they're just looking for a match and they're willing to hold off longer until they find yeah. a better one. Every guy, and I, I think this goes back to the Nancy Fisher, Dr. Fisher. Why did I call her Nancy? Helen Fisher. Helen. That was Nancy. Doc, Joe. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. Doc, I'm the uh, Doc Fisher. Yeah. Um, she's kind of like what I liked about her perspective. And I think guys are doing this maybe in a way that girls find this hurtful or women find this hurtful. Mm-hmm. Is they're going, I'm not just gonna settle down with anybody. Right. And when a woman comes in and goes, how do I know if they're looking for something and then puts it all on the guy's right, side? Right, that makes it seem like they would. It makes it seem like they're just like anybody will do. Right. You know, and it's like, that's when you get into it. So like to this, well, it's you know, she's writing and saying four to five dates is a crazy mind. Like this sentence annoys me. Four to five dates isn't a crazy amount of time invested, but it's definitely time I would have been rather spent doing other things while being with a... 
That's not how life works. Right. Yeah, I'd like to not. It's a means to an end, right? Yeah, this isn't this isn't how it goes. Like I would have rather been do. It, this isn't a mathematical equation. You, yeah. There is something to be gained from a breakup, from a guy leading you down and going, "I'm not looking to be serious," and you going, "Well, here are four things I could have done different. Here's three things about him." That, that I, I want, want more next time, right? Want more in my and relationship. I think about it's it like creating taste. And I think for the way, for, I mean, it, it is. I can put myself in her shoes in this in sense that she's kind of like frustrated in the sense <clears> of <throat> like if I had no, like if I had known earlier, I wouldn't have like gotten more emotionally invested in you. Like if you think about like maybe mm. something like a job that you were interviewing for, and like you were into you were into it, you thought they were into it, and then you find sure. out they're like not hiring anymore okay fine right F- fine you're Put kind it- of part of you is like that yeah, was kind of a waste of my time part of you should be like yeah like i learned a little something about like sure. what i want mm-hmm. out of a job and what the job is gonna like and you know w- what i should look for next time and like i've learned from this thing and it wasn't like a terrible experience i like got yeah. to know this company or whatever but you're still a little bit like that was kind of a waste of my time right sure in your head you can hey, understand but, that but that absolutely i think you're totally right yeah. i think that analogy is great and but then you go in the next interview and you would ask different questions. Right. That's my You would point. learn and move forward and realize that it wasn't a match you necessarily. Wouldn't, yeah, too. You wouldn't walk around yeah. the whole time being like, that company's a piece of shit <laughs> and fuck that company. Right. And they, they should right. And they should have decided what they wanted earlier yeah. out of this interview process. You would go to the next interview and go, Well, are you hiring many people? Are you at, and right. asking certain questions? Yeah, uh, like what, what how many like when do you think you're well, maybe I don't know if you'd ask that on a date, but, but like, this you is, know, yeah. But this is the, that I would say, you know, you know, to to answer her question, when do you ask if someone's looking for a relate? No, I would be dating differently. I wouldn't be asking the question, are you looking for a relationship? I go, hey, uh, you should come hang out with me and my friends. We're going away. This, right. We're going to do something this that weekend. That shows intimacy, not telling intimacy. Exactly. Or like showing them wanting to get to know, showing they're taking it more seriously. Yes. And, right. and, and maybe on the, on when you're four to five dates in and it took you six months to get four to five dates, That's you're going well, to go to the next guy and go, hey, the second date isn't coming for three weeks. That's I had this happen weird. before. Right. I'm going to say good luck with your life. Right. And you think of it and that's the learning experience that you got from that. It's actually kind of interesting. What you were saying earlier reminded me of, uh, have you seen the movie Blue Valentine? No. What is it? Blue Valentine is actually, it's a pretty good movie. It's kind of depressing. But Isn't it's there with, a lesbian stuff that goes on in there? No, that's blue something else. Mm. Um, this is My penis Michelle Williams reported to me. They're like, well, they're lesbians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Williams, it hot, sexy? No, Michelle okay. Williams in a less than, <laughs> less than his best look, Ryan Gos- Gosling. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about their whole like relationship. It's like a lot of ups and downs, and he's like a little more into her Wait than she's into him. I remember this. This kind of depressing. There a lot of fights during this. They're, movie? Yeah, they're fighting the whole movie essentially. That's why but I they're didn't like, watch it. Yeah, it's a movie about like kind of like a fucked up relationship, but it's also just like all right. It's also just kind of like an average relationship sure. in other ways. And there's one part in the movie where he's like talking to his friend. He's basically like, you know, like. I actually think he's like I actually think guys are a lot more romantic than girls are because girls are kind of like. Oh, like this guy, like I met this guy. He's like relatively good looking. He's got a good job. Like I'll do it. And guys are much more like, they're like hesitant to get in. But then, but when they find the right person, that's like, they're more, I, they're more like. More choosy. It's, there... it's more like they want, they want it to be like more real. They want yeah. it to be like about 
the the really good match and it being a more like a sure. the compatibility and like that's in some senses like a more romantic thing they want to make sure that they're that if they're getting into something in a serious way yeah. that it's with someone that's like that's amazing that's a great match for them that's like a sure. they feel a real connection with and i think that a lot of girls are kind of like this guy's got a good job. He's he looks but, good. You and know like what? He's coming from a good family. Like, let's just do this. This is where I'm taking the female side on this. Kind of mm-hmm. back to your point that we talked, how we started this whole podcast is talking about the social pressures. Mm-hmm. You act differently when because the clock's the- running down. That's true. Versus when there's no clock at all. Yeah. So, I mean, and if we know, all lived in a in a hole with no time, if there's like, no yeah. time, guys are kind of operating in this. Time doesn't matter because it matters less for you. It it matters, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Right, yeah. To defend these, uh, uh, to defend all the women that are freaking out and they're like four or five dates mm. in. I don't hate this person for writing it in. I say it annoys me because it's just so foreign to me. Four to five diets in, I could have been doing something else. I could have been not wasting my time. I could have been 30 forever, you know, like right. whatever. I do understand yeah, that. Yeah, there is, the, I mean, yeah, the older you get, the more that is like a, just a reality of biology. The, you know, the NBA playoffs are right now. I don't know how much this reference will fit for people, <laughs> but when someone has to take a shot with two seconds left, it's a different shot than with 10 minutes left. Right. So there's more pressure, way more pressure. Wait, you don't know how to, should I pass? Should I go? Should I, you're dealing, you have to make the decision so fiery quick. There's more on the line. There's a lot of women out there from the sound of this email that are going, yeah, I have something good enough. Let me just, you know, let's keep working this out because I don't want to throw away good to have none. Yeah. And And that's a reality that men don't have to face as often, just given the nature of well, that's not the way men are acting right now. If you look at the dating apps, it's made everyone disposable. Mm-hmm. It's made, okay, well, I, f- I, I swiped right and got seven matches that were all hot enough for me. Right. You know, like if this one doesn't work out, I'll move on to number six, uh, six through, you know, through. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for, six, if you're looking for sex, that's the move. But I think she, another interesting thing she was saying last time, Dr. Fisher, about how if you really, if you want to make a real connection, you kind of like have to pick nine people and talk to them. Sure. And like, actually, yeah. you know, I mean, but the, the, you say if you want sex guys, that's how guys are moving into these things. Like, I know it's hard to hear, but some of them want relationships. Of don't course. They? But, you know, the penis is a part of that decision. We have to admit to that. Like I had. So I a very specific story. I posted on Instagram over the weekend. I was in Providence. There's a dude that drives by in a three wheeler car. It's him and his friend. It's a three-wheeler car. You know, like a Batmobile-looking thing? Mm-hmm. And it's blaring music. It looks like the douchebagmobile okay. is driving by. And he has ponytails 30 out of his head. Okay. Like, literally looks like, you know... This is bold for Rhode Island. Bold. And I look at him, and he's in this three-wheeler car with the music blasting and the crazy haircut. And in my mind, I'm like, someone is fucking this guy. <laughs> like has agreed to do this someone right. yeah. looked at that and was like that's my guy and i'm looking at him being like this is the douchiest guy right in the history of douchebags yeah and i posted on instagram the video of him driving by and i was like the and i the joke being the first thing i think is someone is having sex with him and then there was like a flood of dms that were all like, yeah, right. No way. Oh, no one's fucking him. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fun to say. Right. What they're saying 
they'll get high fives around the brunch table and all the women will laugh themselves to Sephora and have a great day. But the reality is, don't think of things in terms of would I fuck. Think of his incentives. Men don't do things that cock block themselves. That's not how we operate. So what? Are you, what so are you, I'm saying the guy who's in the three-wheeler with the 30 ponytails and the music blaring. It's working for him? It's either he thinks it's working for him or it is working for him. Right. But if he goes six months without getting a blowjob. Maybe he changes something. He's selling his car. Right. He's going to the salon. He's getting a new do. So when everyone's sitting there going, why does this guy keep, you know, keep me on the hook? Why does he keep texting me? Why does he keep, you know, why are all the, like, it works because right. he wants to keep you around for the if and when he is, you have to, and you respond and you respond and you're there and you're right. nice. And, and maybe he won't, he's not making a plan for a date, but he's like, well, I, that's an option at 1130 on a Saturday night. Yeah. So when we think of these things, put the cock in play. <laughs> that's my only thing. When it's four to five days. From, you're saying, think of it from the other way around. From the other way right. around. Think of the incentive. And I'm not saying it's all of the pie. And I understand this is gross to hear. Like, I understand. Like, you know what I, I mean? I mean, if like, it's real, it's real. It's yeah. real. So yeah. when you, you know, when you, when we're talking about, you know, we can't just, like when she writes, I've been on four to five dates with this guy, you know, he, then he says he doesn't want a relationship, but he's still sticking around. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. like he might be, and he says, well, you can still hang out and you go, well, that's not what I want. I want a real thing. That's a guy who doesn't want a relationship with you, but will happily hook up until the day he walks down the aisle with someone else, with someone else. Right. So work. I, I, and I, I'm just giving honesty. I, and I understand. So what's the solution to this? this? The solution is to be a better dater, take things from the last date to the next date. Um, ask questions that you can judge. Don't ask for answers. Ask for questions that you look at and you go, that doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't sound like some... Right. And there are things that guys say that you can that can alert you to the fact that they're probably not not Yeah, and, and, and be if dating you, you know, you. and if you think if you think having sex is gonna make you feel more invested in someone, don't have sex. You know, I agree with that. Don't have Always sex. Just, that. Yeah, well don't yeah. have sex just to you know, please someone else that sounds like ridiculous in this day and age, but like we're all doing it because we're like, I don't want to, if you lose someone due to sex, then they were right. lost to begin yeah. with. If, if that was never going to keep them, never going to keep them. So, you know, guys are, but I'm saying that's involved in their right. whole reason for making these dates and four to yeah. five. And, and when she says like, when's a good time to ask? It's like, there's no good time to ask because the answer isn't like, an, it's not like a tell all answer. It's not like, I'm looking for, again, like but every guy is looking for a relationship with the right person. Every guy gives the same answer. And I've given this answer, What's where, the you, answer? where you go. No, of course. I'm when, if you ask on the first date, they're going to give the same exact. I've given this. Of, I'm looking well, for the right person, the right person and right. the right timing. And if it's all good and it's all this like vague shit that they're just saying so that you'll stick around to maybe blow them. Right. And, but like, here's the thing, even if that were true, they would give the same answer too. Of course. Yeah. It, it, it's true. The whole yeah. answer is yeah. true. They don't think they're lying. It's not fake. Yeah. It's not a fake answer to go, you know, if it was the, like when I'm the right. girl. And, I'm at date four and five, they realize they don't want a serious relationship with you. With you. And right. I'm with someone right now. Okay. I'm with uh, my girlfriend. I'm very happy. I'm having a great time. Mm -hmm. If she had asked me day uh, minute one, well, what are you looking for? Are you looking to find? I would say the same thing. I'll go. Well, you know, it's if it's the right person, right. it's the right situation, and if we're the right fit. And and that's someone with endless amounts of time. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, you don't answer that question if right. there's a clock. In well, the if you asked a 45 year old woman if she was looking to have children and she said, gave that answer, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's going like, on? Yeah. You've got to like, you got to get moving. Then. Yeah. What do you, what, right. what do you mean? If you ask the, right the same thing to a 22 year old woman, the answer can be a lot like different and be, bigger and that. wider. Well, yeah. The right situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's what 28 I'm year old girls, you meet them and they go, well, yeah, I'm looking for something real. I don't want to just hook up anymore. And that's accurate. Old women say the same thing. I don't yeah. want to just hook up. I was dealing with a friend the other day. She was telling me about this guy who was messaging her and she's giving me this story of, and it's, and she's like, I'm not, she goes, it's not that I don't want to be in a relationship. She's just like, I want someone that's like going to make some sort of effort. And I, mm-hmm. I thought about it in terms of myself. Cause I was like, there were so many times where girls were like, let's do drinks. And I was like, Oh, she's going to want date one and two and three. And I'm like, I could have just gone and fucked if I had just pursued one hour of life, you what know, you like, mean? like it felt like those girls were saying drinks in the, in the, like it was when it was a younger girl being like, let's do drinks. Right. It wasn't a serious thing. They were just like, give me the time that an, an investment of time that you're not giving that, that, that isn't just meet up. Right. You know, like, it's not like, it, it's not just, you know, a lot of times it, there, there's a weird scale. Yeah, of getting drink, getting drink. It's weird that getting drinks is a sign of like larger commitment it, it, to a guy. Right. Where as, as well, far, that's what she was. We were talking about last uh, episode with the slow love. It's like yeah. first date is like a big deal. Now mm-hmm. you go to dinner. That's like a big fucking deal yeah. these days. Yeah. So I mean, it's a tough question because it is so gray. But you have to. We can't answer the question for the other side. Mm-hmm. We have to look in the mirror. How can I be a better dater? How can I ask better questions? Like when you say like four to five dates, how do I ask if they want a relationship? That puts a lot of responsibility on them saying, well, do you like me enough to be here? And you're like, well, I don't, you know, I'm in charge now. Right. What what about you? Do you like me enough? You're here on fifth date. Yeah. I mean, that's the like inherent difference between the sexes. Just like the... uh, biologically speaking, there's just different motivations like in different time frames, And like, that's where we, it's not that women are like, we'll go for anyone. Sure. I think it's that like, we have less time to figure it out. Yeah. And that's why we're here. That is. That's why we answer the questions. That's why we have the discussions. Nothing gives me naked confidence, like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do some emails. Let's you ready? Do it. UUP at betches.com, UUP at betches.com. Hi, Betches. Jared and Jordana, you guys are awesome. Just discovered the podcast. I look forward to you up every Wednesday afternoon. On to the question. I recently met a girl who I fell hard. Uh, initially she was all in more so than me, but at the time I was unemployed and going through some personal family issues. This affected me on our second date. Uh, I was not confident at all. And she ended it with, let's just be friends. I get it. Was super chill about her rejection. I can't tell her how to feel, but we continued to text here and there until I said I needed some time to get over it and actually try to be a real friend to her. Fast forward a few months later, I've been happily employed, feeling great about myself and got my swagger back. She recently hit me up to drop off some of the thing of mine that she borrowed a while back. She's really busy and travels for work a bunch. How can I communicate to her that the second day was just me blowing it without needing seeming needy or making excuses? Should I just let this go? Why the hell does she keep sending me smiley faces? I put her on a pedestal before then. And I'm okay with this not working out, but meeting her has really filled me in on what attracts me to a woman. Uh, personally and the kind of values priorities I need to have to become the man I want to be. It's a lot. Ooh, He's this, putting on this girl this after is, two this, dates. This woman must be a magical <laughs> vagina. Right? Uh, you guys rock. Just please get some more black ass. Okay, we'll do that. We'll yeah, Work on that, yeah. What, what do you think? Um, I think this is like a, this is a tough one because I'm, I'm trying, I'm putting myself in the girl's position of like the guy that's like kind of come back after I've. To review, guy takes her yeah. out, good first date, then the second date comes, it ends, the second date literally ends with her saying, I think we let's should just be just friends. Be friends. And right. he says, he's looking back saying, I wasn't really confident. I wasn't at my I best, my whatever, I didn't now bring my all, A game. Now he feels like he's employed, he he's got get it all the set up. Yeah. Didn't get the rose. He didn't yeah. get the rose, but he feels like he wants to come back as Nick uh, Vile. Yes. Or whatever. Um, I think this is the kind of thing where like I would maintain friend, like a friendly like conversation repertoire with her, sure. but not immediately go in for the like 
ask out again. Okay. I think you could keep it casual and then kind of look for signs that she might be giving, thinking about giving it a second chance and then go in. Do you, I have a question. Do you think, I mean, to me, I think he shouldn't be friends with her. I think that is him coming in under false pretense. I think sometimes we, I've, I've made decisions about guys where like I've seen them uh, six months to a year later mm-hmm. and I've been like, oh, like I don't really remember like why I didn't like that guy. No, I agree with you. Right. So sticking around as like a friend. Yeah. He's like, well, now that we're friends, you know, like he writes how to feel, but continue to oh, text you're here sa- and there. Oh, you're saying like he should like do more distance. I think take a break. Okay. Because like, I think if he sticks around as a friend, then he's like, he's being a liar. He's sitting there going, pretending oh, he, he wants to dating friends, life right. going and it's like you, what i mean i personally never really believe any guy who's like trying to be friendly after i've broken up with them i don't either. i'm never like oh like that guy just like really enjoyed my personality and wants sure. another like friend to be friends with me um but like <laughs> that's what i'm saying i think she would know that was bullshit too yeah which is even more to the point of why maybe your your thing should like you're like yeah, I think if you, right, I think if you like see her out and about in a year, be or cool. even if you get a text from her about in a year about something interesting or funny, she might be like, "Oh, like whatever happened with that guy? Like that sure. guy was that that was a nice. I forgot like why I wasn't. And then maybe you could go out and show your. Yeah. I don't really think it's necessarily going to do anything. It might sound. I don't, the I, same reason she's sending smiley faces yeah. is the same reason she ended a date by saying, "Let's be friends." She's being nice. She wasn't feeling it. You need you need to go away to come back if it can come back. Right. Like, like he needs right, to come back like randomly. Almost. Yeah. It can't be that he planned it or like right. whatever. He needs to go and date and take the things he liked about her to relate it to the next. Yeah. Woman. I think he's putting her on a pedestal of this. Like sure. she's going to let me become the man that I want to be. No, no, no. She taught you. You would. If, if anything, this dating experience did for him was let him see that while he was unemployed, he didn't really feel good about dating. Right. And now that he's employed, he's ready to go out and meet people and feel good about himself. He has his confidence. Yeah, and take the qualities that you liked about her. Yeah, and, and find a different people. Find a different girl. Find a to, to work on. And then again, like if you're still thinking about her in like six months, a year, just... It's a, it's, it wouldn't be the worst thing to reach out and be like, totally. hey, like, how are you doing? But stop doing the how are you doing text right now. Yeah. I think right now you're probably going, hey, how's your week been? And you she's trying to be polite. Of right. course. That's yeah. why she's spending smiley faces. I would move away from that. Disappear. Yeah. Take a minute. Go take a, you know, a spiritual journey. Go date some new people. Meet some new girls. You're going to find girls out there that you're going to like. You're going to find girls that are going to go, wow, she's not as good as the one that I really liked before. And then... Just like you said, six months, you go, hey, I've been out, uh, just wanted, you you came across, even just saying, I was just thinking about you the other day. I would love to get drinks again. Now you're coming back There's been enough time, right. There's been enough time where she wouldn't be like, wait, thought we just, I thought I just ended this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Soft comebacks don't help. Yeah, I agree with that. You need a hard comeback. It's got to be, where did this guy come from? Wow, this is, why, just like you said. Why did it? Why did it end? I forgot. Yeah, I've done that, and I've I've thought about that from guys that I've heard of like months and months later. Yeah, I had this one guy that I would go out with like every year, and then remember that I didn't like him. <laughs> we went on like we went on like one or two dates every sure. year, and then I was like, oh yeah, I was not into this. And then you get it, <laughs> but he would always come back and try like a year later. Yeah, and I would always go again. What do you think? Did you I ever just, hook up? 
we like made out we never had sex never had sex. never had sex um we just like do you ever I see was him always around like, now i was always i was because he was like a he was like an objectively like great cool guy sure. like he was like um he was like attractive like well whatever he had he had like a it was a good package yeah. and i like wanted to like him again like going back to that like the way girls think i'm kind of like i want to like this guy he's got like everything that it seems like i should like but there's just something that's not guys clicking. do that too though that's yeah. the reason he's coming back to you for the same reason he's yeah. going she's got this going this going she's right. great she's cute and then he's going i don't know what what was it and right. i think both people do that i think everyone does yeah that. and i think for for him like I, I think we both knew that there it wasn't really working out but for him he was probably like she's got to eventually sleep with me right like <laughs> yeah, yeah, go yeah, on yeah. like two dates a year yeah i would have thought <laughs> by the third year right. i would have been fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah and every year i'd right before that happened i'd be like eh, i don't really want to do this <laughs> <laughs> let's do some more emails uup at betches.com uup at betches.com you want to take this i'll do it Hey, Jordana and Jared. I love your show. Duh. I wanted to reach out to you because I'm confused by dating these days and I'm hoping you can help. I'm a dating these days. I hate this person. These Not days. Not this person. She's very nice for writing in, but like dating these days. These days. These days. They blame everything else but themselves. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a single 27 year old living in a moderately large city in the US. I think um, I'm what's conventionally considered a catch. I have a good job, bought my own place in my early 20s, Ooh, come from a, come from a good family, have lots Rick. of friends, <laughs> and I'm, according to others, intimidatingly attractive. See, see, and then she writes blah, blah, blah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to blah, blah, blah. Intimidatingly attractive always is like... If you got to call yourself that, it... it it ain't so i think intimate this is one of those things that like you hear women say that i've like i've it's never heard a, a guy right. ever look at me and go I'm not gonna climb that mountain that girl's too hot too for me good looking guys have such egos right that it's like it's also whenever i hear someone says that they're intimidatingly tr- attractive it's just that they're hot and kind of bitchy <laughs> that they have they have they want someone as hot as them right yeah i don't know i've never i feel like if you call yourself intimidatingly attractive it means you're trying to like almost convince yourself that you're intimidatingly attractive yeah maybe it's that i'm too beautiful (laughs) that could be my dating issue yeah i don't know Um, too humble and beautiful (laughs) i've dated all kinds of men albeit mostly from dating apps and i feel like we have a good connection after the first date but often i never hear back from them besides maybe a few texts after we're home from the date or i'm ghosted after they'll try to make plans to meet up again no matter how much I try to avoid it, I seem to always get into heavy conversations on the first date. I guess because I'm fairly intelligent and it just kind of happens naturally. That's her issue. This is a catch. The guys are usually pretty engaged and, um, and there's always a balance of lighthearted conversation too. But I always feel like they, they see the super brainy, read intense, not extra fun side of me before they get to see the fun side. In past relationships, I've been broken up with because guys don't feel like they're good enough for me, despite all my ego stroking and reassurances that they are. All my and my friends tell me I'm too pretty and smart, so my dates are intimidated by me. Maybe I'm just dating the wrong guys, but I really struggle between dimming myself and being inauthentic and sharing who I really am at the risk of scaring off my dates. So my questions for you are: One, is a girl ever too pretty and smart slash perfect, whatever, uh, that a guy would be intimidated or lose interest, or is this just a lie my lie friends tell each other to feel better? These are lies that your friends tell you to feel better. They I, are. I'm sorry. Stop. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm going to speak for a lot of listeners right now who yeah. are screaming at their podcast device, <laughs> whatever it is. We and I'm I, I appreciate her writing in. This is 
to me, this is the world is the problem, not me. Right. I'm Dating just too these days. Good. I'm too hot. I'm too smart. I intimidate people. People cannot people. handle my shine. People can't handle me. Maybe it's the you're like, first of all, if you're this hot, you're attracting certain guys right. that want to fuck you. Okay, yeah. let's include the penis right now, just like I said before. Mm-hmm. Let's include it in the pie graph. Okay. If you're this hot as you say you are, which fine sure you're getting a certain type of guy that's coming to you being like i gotta you are a you know a prize catch so to speak you're you're you know they're going fishing Mm -hmm. in the great you know going out to the atlantic to catch a marlin right okay and there's some of that that's involved in dating someone like that so you're getting a lot of guys that are going on day one going Man, I got to talk about fucking politics. I thought we were just going <laughs> to fuck. You know, like. Right. No, I agree. With that. I mean, I have more thoughts, but I'll yeah. get to them. When these two, when these dates don't work out, my friends are dismissive and say the right guy won't be intimidated by my true self. I kind of agree, but I'm also wondering if there is a better approach to easing into who I am while not being inauthentic or seem high maintenance. I appreciate any advice or feedback you have signed single and skeptical. P.S. This message probably makes me sound crazy or conceited. I am far- not crazy. Just conceded. (laughs) I am far from perfect, but I feel like people always see me that way and I don't really know what to do about it. I try not to share too much early on in dating, but I have worked really hard to create this life for myself that hiding it feels wrong. That last sentence to me is almost the most telling. Why so? Because I've worked really hard to create that hiding it feels wrong. So it feels like to me, she's going on this date and trying to like tell who she is and not like be who she is. Sure. Like this is like, it sounds like almost like she's like reading her resume or she's proud. She's proud of her her accomplishments. Good for her. Which is great. Should be. But I think those things can come out in a way that's like natural and not sounding like a little holier than, than now or like I'm the total package. Like I'm, intimidatingly attractive but i'm also like i have a great job and i do all these things it's almost like people it's better i think to show those things to people in a way that they can just see it by like the natural things that you talk about or the things that you do or the or your plans that are coming up instead of being like and i'm because i've been on those dates with people who are who are kind of like yeah and i've just like really worked really hard to become this person that i am and like and and I'm I'm this and I'm that and the people who are telling you like their their sure. traits and and their ambitiousness and their hardworking and it's like if that's true I'll see it I don't need you to tell me I'm sure you and I probably saw this in different ways okay um where it's almost like a competition mm-hmm. where I'm sure you've gone on dates with guys that see you're a successful person with your own company and you you've you've accomplished a lot of things and they go well I gotta show her that I've accomplished shit too. <laughs> where they go, well, and then they try to tell you just in the way you're saying, yeah. where it's like business. They're like, well, I'm this and, I'm, and I was the first to be, uh, you know, promoted at this. And I, you know, I, not even telling you how much they make, but they're right. letting you know. And I'm right. And I'm buying I'm this. successful yeah. too. And I get that. I used to get that in a different way where it would be women trying to like out funny me. Yeah. Where they were trying like, to like show you that they can keep up in a sense. Or and, something. It, and it yeah. would turn into them being kind of mean. Right. You know, like where it was like, and it wasn't, I've said this on past podcasts where it was like, well, they them, think that's what you want. Exactly. They think you want someone who's you, 
But they like wanted, if, they want to show me I'm funny too, and then instead of doing improv with me, they're doing stand up for me. Right. And, I'm and that's like, not how funny people. There's nothing worse not than goes. being sort of like known as even. And I'm not a comedian, but like you know, people think you know if you they think you have you're a comedy right. empire you've built. Right. A company that's run on on comedy or jokes or things like that, and people wanting wanting you to per, like either wanting you to perform for them or them performing for yeah, you because exhausting. they think. But that's not how funny people work funny people just like react to the things around them they're not like trying so both of us are saying the same thing where it's like you've had successes you could people will find those out on their own right they're on the date with you because they're attracted to you you don't have to tell them how hot and successful you are you don't have and and that it also doesn't mean hiding who you are i think those are two different things yeah i always say to people when they're like what's a good opening line and I on a dating app and I go, well, first of all, if there was a good opening line, we would all know and we'd all be using it. And then it would be over. It would be over. Right. We all find our perfect match right away. The good line is the first thing that comes to your head from one of the pictures you saw of theirs. So I think this girl, instead of being herself, she's trying to, like you said, Tell, announce right. herself. Yes. And it's like now you're getting into this situation where it's a big cock swinging competition right like i'm trying to prove to you or to show you how like successful and great i am by talking about those things sure and if you're a successful beautiful girl that means you're going out with successful beautiful men and they're gonna sit there they're not gonna that's why your conversation gets so deep so quick because when you go well i was the first person to buy a house of my whole group of friends they go the guy the guy will come back because he's a lot like you with well, I haven't bought a house yet, but I just got promoted at Goldman Sachs. And you're like, and now you're like, well, right. what is that? You know, well, why does everyone have to, you know, banking isn't that important. I work in pharma. And it's like, now you're up and up and up. And now right. you're in this fucking mountain and you're both just punching each other at the exactly. top of the mountain trying to win this argument. And in the end, it never feels like that sexy. It's never like, oh, like, let's all just like, like jerk each other off to each other's successes sure. the, it's like um it's just more like oh that just felt like i was like at work yeah like. the best dates i've been on is when i could look at someone else in the restaurant and go look at that fucking idiot right when you're talking <laughs> about something that's just like not that nothing. has nothing to do with like anyone's accomplishments sure. or how they're doing but just like commenting on the world around you of course and like the things that are going on in front of you if i was this girl i would work on that keeping it light uh, keeping but keeping it light and not in an authentic way like you're saying but just in a way that's like not announcing who you are yeah go i would go on the date and i would say something a little bit of skew like i i think that's like a good like fun way to go with people where you just go i literally i'm sweating so much that i like if i showed up at the date where i was sweating and it's hot out i would go I would even make something. I'd be like, I am sweating so much. That would fit me. I'm sweating so much that literally I am a pig in fucking shit right now. And they were looking at me like, that breaks down a lot where you like take a little piece out of yourself. Right. Be a little self-deprecating. Might be an issue for her reading her email. But (laughs) the self-deprecating thing usually helps, especially the greater you are, the more self-deprecating you can be without it being like sad and pathetic and weird. Absolutely. If you truly are great, that's the most refreshing. It's also like, you know, this reminds me of like, you know, those people on their Insta bios and it says like their greatest accomplishment on their Mm -hmm. Instagram bio. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, the fact Uh, that you told me about this makes me respect it less. Yes, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's it's. Uh, yeah it, it's it, like uh 
it, not to knock Nancy Joe, thank you so much for coming on. But when she's like announcing herself as like the award-winning journalist of whatever, like the fact that you, you, the fact that you insist on calling yourself that makes me feel like less you impressed, want, you, less impressed yeah, with it. You want the person to come home and go, I met this great person, and I think they like have this like crazy, like I've never known things right. like when I've had a great date or a great introduction to someone. It's always like. Yeah, we had a really good time, and I think they like. I feel like they're like really successful. I think or they're something. like killing it. Yeah. Like you don't want someone to be like, and they're killing it. Right. You want someone to walk away you're like, yeah, I think they're like doing this great. But right. Like, I, I think we're so afraid, and like, somebody, and I feel like they might be loaded. I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I think yeah, like they, she showed up in an Uber black. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, but right, I, you want hints. <laughs> yeah, you want hints. Hints of your successes told through. Story like a, a lot of time in this podcast, we tell stories about ourselves that aren't glamorous or nice, but they're to mm-hmm. tell other things about ourselves to right. give to prove points. I think you know, with her, and I think a lot of people s- try to re- read lines that they've written for themselves. I would go in, and I know this is hard for people to do, but if you're going on a first date, go in to not talk about yourself, go in to ask questions and have fun and be and say the thing that comes to your mind first, because that's you being vulnerable. That's you showing who you are. This is all to me. This whole email reads as someone who doesn't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to meet somebody. They're trying to to prove something. Trying to to prove something to people. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough because I'd like to meet this person just to see it. Because I've dealt with a person like this before. I know this You dated type. a person like this before? I've dated this type. I, I just know this type where it's right. like, how the world, like, I, but I'm so beautiful. Right. Everyone tells me. It's like, yeah, well, well maybe I mean, you're, maybe you're not really showing who you are. Like, if you're so great, right. your friends are Or like, I'm so proud great. of who I am. I want people to know about yeah, it. It's like, well, people will know. Yeah, we'll People know. know and they'll like be more proud of you if they just like find it out on their own. Sometimes I overwrite a joke, like if I'm doing it on stage, and I'll, and I'll be like, and I'll explain too much, and I'll be like, "Yeah, people know what the fuck that is." Right. You know, just yeah. say the thing. And when that you, you say think it's fine. right, when you you ruin it, when you say when you give too much information. Totally. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's you ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Send them in. Yep. Your family doesn't like them. Ooh. It's a tough one. That is a tough one. Everything's perfect. You're the guy of your dreams. Your mom comes to you and goes, 
I just don't like this person. Well, you know I have a weird relationship with my mom. I'm she sure. might not be the best person to use this as an example. Your dad comes to you? My dad comes to me. And, and he's, he's like, like, this guy stinks. Right. What do you yeah. do? The person that I think like the more I respect the, the family member that really hates them. And if it's all of them, that's sure. obviously a big deal. Um, well, it says your family doesn't the like whole fam- The whole family. The whole family. The whole, if, the, if the whole family is in and I don't come from like the Kardashian family and I come from like a relatively normal family. Well, the Kardashians, I've been watching that show more recently yeah. that they are. I don't watch. You don't watch? Mm-hmm. I mean, they are a fam. They, they, they talk about telling people who you are. Mm-hmm. That family hits you over the head a thousand <laughs> times with that. We're a family. We're together. <laughs> um, I think I'd be, I think, I don't think it would work if my whole, f- I have a huge fucking family too. If yeah. my whole family, that's exa- like, that's a lot. That's, that's I basically left it up to like a, the democratic poll of people at that point, sure. I would say. And if everyone, if everyone in the room can see something, but you, it's usually you. Yeah, that's true. One person in my family I could probably deal with. I, I couldn't deal with one person. No. Well, you have I, a small, fa- you, small you have family. Three people one, in if, your family. If, if, if of the core people in the family, one was like, ah, I would be like, I got to relook at this. Right. I, I would be like, I can't. That's just that's an exhausting way to live the rest. You got a of my tight life. family. I'm just yeah. saying. It's like I gotta go through your brother, every. Your brother doesn't. Your brother's like, eh. I just. The, mm. I'd be like, all right. I've had my. I've been with girls where I've like my dad. My brother will like see them and like not be like enthused, and I'll be like, what's wrong with you? And now I gotta think about this. This is gonna be in my head right. every time I. Fucking bring some, you know, this person around. Like it, 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 it kind of like ruins the party well, do, for me. Do you have family members that are like more judgmental than others? They're all the the most amount of judgmental. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> everyone's pretty judgy. Okay, um, so it's impressive that just past got past them. Well, you know, so far, yeah. <laughs> no, like no, but I'm saying like yeah. it's. Uh, you also don't hear your family's real opinions until later on I, I think well they want to see if it'll if it'll work out on its own sure. before they give you yeah i don't think i've really been far along like no they love they love jess so they think she's great but i i haven't prior to this i haven't been like with people long enough right for them to like come to me and be like we hate this they've never said that yeah. but um it is one of those i've heard that of that i've heard of engagements getting broken off because people's families just... yeah it's an exhausting thing and yeah. also those engagements that's when you start to get to know the family for real. Mm-hmm. You know, like now the mother-in-law is involved, the, the father-in-law, the, the father, the mom, yeah. everyone has an opinion on everything. Then you start to see, oh, these are, now you're working together. Now A this lot is of business. people don't like their in-laws. So, I mean. I mean, yeah, they, I. I what if you, you don't can, like their family? It wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. I think I could like handle it. But like, I also, I get along pretty okay with, most people like i don't think i would have uh mm-hmm. i can't you're not see like antagonistic situ- enough no i i would be thing. i'm one of those people specifically me where i would look like i'll just like go do my own thing <laughs> like right. i i don't need you know i wouldn't like challenge someone that i thought didn't like me i would just go okay i'm gonna walk away. are you like you know? I, I i'm imagining you meeting someone's parents are you like on your best behavior of course okay but i also like the problem with me personally is there's so much to Google. So right. like meeting someone. Like I are know, you telling less jokes? I'm not telling any jokes. I'm telling very jokes. Okay. nice to meet you. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, that's good. I'm not like, I'm, I wasn't there to, sure I'm not how, there to be okay. the show. Uh, if you ask for my opinion on something, I'll give it. But I'm very much like, I, I right. mean, I grew up in a, 
my dad had a lot of siblings, so we'd have a lot of like a family events where everyone went to one house. Mm-hmm. So I do understand pecking order of family stuff right. very well, where it's like, I'm not going to walk into a family event and be like, what up, bitches? You know, like I don't do that. Hey, right. good to see you, Uncle so-and-so. Good to see you, Aunt so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Like I, I do understand the idea of like, this isn't my time to speak up. Like my, you know, right. My, I know there were older cousins. There I'll were speak younger cousins. To. Speak when spoken to. Yeah. Don't, you know, my dad would turn to the back seat before we went to one of these like family get togethers. Like we would do like Sundays with like the whole family. You know, he has three siblings. They all have three kids, two kids. You know, it's a lot of people. Yeah. So we go, don't fucking embarrass me. That was like, the, <laughs> that was the message very funny. before you walked in the house. Right. So, I do have a, you know, I you have a sense that you know not to fucking embarrass yeah, anyone. Shut the fuck up. And when someone says hello, you shake their hand and you stop talking. Like, right. <laughs> like, and I know that my, and they'll find out who you really are along, along the way. Yeah. Don't say it. Just you prove it over time. You'll, you'll earn your right to say exactly. Hello. Yeah. So let's do another. So this is probably more for the ladies out there, but they use a Groupon to pay for your first date. I was thinking about this on yesterday when I was in the prior, you know, like the priority pass for like Chase Reserve. What's that? Whatever. You get like access to some lounges, but they give you also, they like, you can pay for like part of your meal with like the car okay. for free. What if a guy, what if your guy did that first day? On the day? first date, he brings like, out a priority pass. It bring, like, or no, or yeah, it brings out a Groupon. Groupon. Like, I got this bar. Groupon. But like, even if they were like, I get points. So we're going to go to this place. I think it like would be even that. I think it would be a big red flag if you pulled out a physical Groupon piece of paper and handed it to the waitress. Sure. I think I might be out. If he said like, yeah, I get points towards this place. Like different I, story. That's more right. sensible. That's, that's American more Express. right. That's more like, oh, like this is just somewhere like that's that makes some sense for you to go. And, yeah. Like, with work or whatever. But like pulling it like I like I googled this place. I like found the coupon <laughs> code. Nothing less sexy than a coupon code. In the I beginning. know. Well, what if it's like a really good place and he's like plus i always search i'd rather like, go to a cheaper place what if and it's have like, him pay normally. what if it's like hamilton you know like <laughs> like like i'm thinking of like what if it's like such a thing you can't get and he goes also i google i just google groupon for everything i do just in case i hate missing out on a deal right i'm gonna he, use this for that he would have to be like trying to hide it from me like, okay. like you like gave it give it to the waitress when I went to the bathroom so that I didn't like know just something about like the hey I want to go to Carbone really yeah but listen I know this is crazy I have a Groupon for Carbone <laughs> I'm sure Carbone does I, not do Groupons <laughs> that I haven't but used. if they did right and I you know I even save a gift meals. card would kind of annoy me a little bit even a gift card gift card would be annoying right. that's annoying because oh, like, yeah. like a now you've like brought it out Right. Like, uh, how many, do you never go out? You know, like, yeah. this is the one. And then you're picking places. It, it's just a sign of like, it's just not, there's nothing, it's just not sexy. Not sexy. Yeah, it's not. Groupon hot. is not sexy. But for me. But co- like, points, fine. Points, fine. Groupon, I think about. I'm trying to think. Not of even situation. a guilt. <laughs> I never, I wouldn't, it would be fine for me. If I, if she was like, it's my turn, I'm taking you out. And then threw down a Groupon, I'd be like. I, yeah, it's more is, socially acceptable. It's though. more because we also would have been like it would be like third date territory, like yeah. where she's taking me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wouldn't she's be, not like asking you to. Yeah, for but I could see how for a woman this just takes the just dries you up right away. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd rather go somewhere. Che- I'd rather get. A, I've always said this. Like I'd rather just get like a slice of pizza with a guy who just pays for the whole thing than go to a really nice restaurant with someone who's like 
Then have someone pick a nice place. And then try to like and then try cheap to like, out yeah, on it. Yeah, in some way or another. It, it takes a lot of the uh, the air out of the sails. I would agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's do one okay. more. She says, I had an interesting discussion last night at Happy Hour with one of my single guy friends who said, if I know one thing about someone before, if I if I could know one thing about someone before a date, I'd want to know that what their iPhone screen time report says for him more than his average two to three hours a day is a deal breaker. What do you think? Four Ooh. hours a day of screen time, red flag or deal breaker. Four hours is very low. Yeah. I'm doing a lot. I have like that. seven, yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. I well, think. <laughs> the excuse for people in the, of, in, in, in the, the biz, in the biz <laughs> is they go, well, I do most of my work. I do on my actually phone. do a lot of work on my phone, I, but I do the same. I would have say the same. Like I, I don't even, I barely use a computer at this point in my yeah. life unless I'm really writing something out or whatever. Like I'll write on my phone, like the yeah, whole book ba- flights, do the whole thing, yeah, shop, the, whatever. The thing, the bachelorette preview I do for you guys. Yeah. I do that all. That my was phone. really funny. I actually Thank stayed you. in that Gurney's Newport Memorial Day. Really? Piece of shit. You didn't like it? I've stayed there too. I stayed there for really? shows. Yeah. Oh, but it was like brand new. The, go- the grounds are nice. The grounds are nice. The rooms are. Ugh. It's an older hotel. It used to be a different hotel. They took it over, made it a Gurney's. Yeah. I made fun of it last night. Yeah, I saw that on your thing. I was—I yeah. don't even watch the Bachelorette, but I was looking. at it. I was like, "Mike, like, look." Yeah, the the the, the we're new, cool. That's where they're staying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I stay there for the Newport Comedy Festival. I did, and they put you up there. I'm like, "Whoa, Gurney's!" And yeah. it was like, it was fine enough. The rooms are not spectacular by any yeah. means. The but grounds are nice. Pretty. The grounds yeah. are nice. You're yeah. there to be in Newport. Yeah. Did you like it there? It's a little boring, but it was nice. Do you go to the mansions? We like went on the cliff walk. We went behind, yeah. and then we were like, you know, that moment where we're like, do we want to go inside? And we're just we're just <laughs> kind of like, it. let's just go eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. We've seen it. Yeah, I saw you posted something about it was him, your your boyfriend sleeping, napping. Yes. Yeah, 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 that was great. We uh, both like to take a nice two and a half hour nap in the middle of the day. This would be. This would be fine for me. I'm totally, I'm totally fine, fine with four hours. I'd be yeah. like, what are you doing with all that free time? Yeah, yeah. How are you spending your days? Right. I, because, what if it was like 23 hours? <laughs> I mean, I'm closer to that than I want to admit. I, right. I, I'm like, so, I'm so addicted right now. Right. I have a problem. I, I even like tweeted this the other day. I was like, I was like, I only use my phone after meals to take breaks from work and after sex. And I was like, those are all the times Sometimes. people use a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I obviously have an issue. I only use it like at the entire t- entirety of my entire day with, yeah, like, with a, with a quick break to maybe have a conversation. Maybe. Yeah. It's this, this is yeah. the time I'm literally, when we do the podcast, I put my phone over there. Right. Just so I won't look at it. Do you and your girlfriend ever get into fights about using your phone oh, in yeah, the middle she, of things? She gets mad at me because... So when I do The Bachelorette, mm-hmm. sometimes she'll come over while I do it. So I'm literally like, okay, shh. Like I, I turn right. into the biggest um, well, asshole. Well, well, you're working. Working, quote unquote. And I do The Bachelorette uh, during it. And then I'll get done with it. And it's like you, when you do something like that for two and a half, three hours, I put it out. And then I want to go... Is it doing okay? Right. <laughs> so, yes, the work is the two and a half, three hours of me yelling at the TV while the Bachelorette the is going on. The rest is the validation. The rest is the validation. And it's like, and she'll look at me and go, I'm here now. Right. Like, you're done. Yeah. Why do you need to look at it again? I'm like, well, this is part of it too for me. It's like responding to people and seeing what people like. I and- think in relationships, it is important to have like 
time that you're like not looking at your phones yeah. when you are together, whether that's like a meal or something like sure. that. Although we're all doing that even then anyway. But it is, I do, I get annoyed with him when we're like, even when we're watching a show, like we're, we're, watch, we're watching The Sopranos together and then like I look over and he's like on your, I'm like, I thought you were watching the show together. Well, that means he doesn't like the show. I mean, well, <laughs> that's, I used to, one time. I, that's a bigger issue. <laughs> there was an open mic that used to, um, kick you out if you were on your phone while the open mic was going on and mm. i was always like of the thought of like that's bullshit well yeah because if you're not funny enough to get me off the phone what do you think an audience member is going to do what do you think a real person is going to do when they're at a show you think they're going to go get out of here with your phone now the seller kind of like has a whole thing where you put well, that's it in a so pouch. that you don't record it so yeah. you don't record yeah. but like if i saw someone at my show on their phone i go i need to up my I game to, yeah this isn't yeah. funny fucking funny right well i used or to say that to, and they you know, whatever yeah i remember like in college and the professors would be annoyed people were on their phone i'd be like if your lecture was more fucking interesting i wouldn't yeah. have to be on my phone this is up your game <laughs> yeah so that's like you know maybe he's not liking the surprise <laughs> i guess <laughs> i we're gonna have to i know well that's is that a red flag or a deal breaker uh, i don't know for next episode yeah all right well that was our show We'll be back next week. We love you. Keep spreading the word. Make it your Instagram stories. Tell a friend, 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 tell a co-worker. Tag a bitch. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.